Welcome in, everybody. This is another episode of Catfish on Ice. This is episode 116 coming to you live here. This is Chad Minton with Rich Howe, your host. We're getting ready to watch Preds take on the Vegas Golden Knights, these late night games. Rich, they get us every year, don't they? They sure do, man. Three in a row so far. Three late in a row. games get us. And I can't imagine how you're feeling. You're in the Eastern time zone. I'm in the Central time zone, so it's the worst for you, Rich. Farthest away. But you know what? I haven't missed it. Well, I take that back. I missed the last six minutes of the last game against Los Angeles because I turned the TV off. I couldn't take it. Anymore. I don't blame you for that one. I feel bad for even staying up as long as I did. <laughs> I was running the Catfish on Ice Twitter account, so I wow. had to keep watching it. I took one for the team on that one, Rich. I'm gonna need you, sure you to. I'm gonna need you to run the Catfish account for the next uh, bad game we have. I can definitely do that. Uh, for straight sure. off there. For All sure. right, let's let everyone know what we got in store for you again. This is Catfish on Ice. This is episode 116. Preds and Vegas Golden Knights about to happen. We are going to live react to that game as we dish out episode 116 with you. We are going to open up tonight's episode talking about Roman Yossi and his historical season. Really put it into context. That's what we're going to try to do because really what he's doing is something we have not seen from an NHL defenseman Mm -hmm. really in the last 20 years. Like what he's accomplishing 20, you can even go back 30 years back to Maybe even back to the 80s. Go back to the, like 40 years. Like the point pace he's on for a defenseman is is really something we've never seen in decades and decades. So we're really going to break down the numbers. There's a lot of good numbers out there that that uh, people are sharing that are really putting everything into perspective. And there's still 20 games left in this oh, season for Roman Yossi to build on where he's already at. So that's how we're going to open up the episode tonight for our opening face-off. We're also going to touch on some roster moves that the Preds have made recently and also some of the injuries they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And most of it is involving their defense. Bad. Dante Fabro's out. Mark Borowiecki is now week-to-week. We just found that out. So this defensive lineup is being tested, and that's not what we want to see right now, Rich. Not at all. This is the worst time of the year to be dealing with that, for sure. Yeah, it's um, it's got me really, really nervous right now. I'm me not going to even lie. I'm not going to even lie. And then, also, we are going to, of course, do our battle for the Central Power Rankings. We do them every Thursday. We're going to do that. Also, we are going to touch on – we're going to talk about some fringe playoff teams now that mm-hmm. we're really getting close to the playoff stretch here and teams are real – every game feels like it's the most important game on the schedule right now. We're really going to look at these teams who are right on the playoff bubble. And we're going to talk – we're going to list a couple teams in the Western Conference who if they sneak in, nobody's going to want to play them. Like they're one of those teams – that they're playing really good hockey. They're right there on yep. the bubble. All they need to need to do is sneak in, and they're going to be a dangerous team. Yep. I got a couple teams. I'm going to share. Rich has got a couple teams. We'll see if we agree on that. I don't I know what you, what his. I don't know what his teams are going to be. He doesn't know what mine are going to be. We'll see if we agree. I don't, but I bet there's one that's the same. All right, we'll <laughs> see. And then, of course, we are brought to you by DraftKings. So we are going to take a look at some of the top NHL 
draft odds being offered right now from the DraftKings Sports Sportsbook app. Some of the most interesting odds, Stanley Cup favorites, division favorites, uh, the top goal scorer, who are they favoring there, all that stuff we are going to take a look at as well. I also went ahead, now that the game started, Rich, I'm going to go ahead and yep. tell you, I threw a little money down. I on, heard that. I saw you mention that. I, I threw a little money down on who will score the first goal tonight between both teams. And these are big payouts because the odds of that, of you picking the right player is like very, very small. So I went ahead and took a very minor bet. It's not a big bet, but it's going to be a decent payout if Ellie Tolvanen scores the first goal for the Preds tonight. Awesome. I'm glad you didn't pick Tanner Janot. I think he has to be the first goal scorer between both teams. That's how the bet works. Yes, because you can pick from both both teams when you do these bets. But uh, I, I, Philip Forsberg had the best odds, of course. Of course. Uh, Matt Shane had good odds. Jack Eichel was up there with decent odds. But I scrolled all the way down past like eight or nine players, and I wow. took Ellie Tolvin in. Well, so, good uh, luck. Come on, Tolvi. I need you to win me some money tonight. I'm, I'm glad you didn't pick Tanner Janot because he's not playing. Yeah. And, um, wow. How perfect is it when we live stream these things? Because – uh, the Vegas Golden Knights just scored 91 seconds into this game. So, see, this is why I don't take those kind of bets, Rich. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And that's a weak goal mm. given up by Soros there. What Very is- weak. Very weak goal. Mm, this is not a good start. It not a good start like, at it all. It almost looked like it got deflected a little bit maybe on the way in. It changed directions. I'm just now seeing the replay, so it might have grazed off a stick on the, the way in. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it did. I don't know. So, see, so when you make that's why when you make these uh, first goal score bets that you don't have to bet a lot of money to win a lot of money because your odds of winning that bet are pretty small. But uh, how perfect timing was that? Wow! I'm, I'm talking about it right then and there, and it and happens happened. right in front of my face. It's like, oh well, that's not going to happen. No. So, uh, no. fortunately, you didn't make a big bet. No, I did or, not. Yes, I threw ten. I threw ten dollars down on it, but I could have won like two hundred. Uh, that would have uh, been good. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, those, but they're still fun, though. You know, throw your yeah, throw oh, a little yeah, money down. Definitely. Throw a little money down, see what happens. I was feeling good about Tolvanen. Maybe he can still score the first goal tonight. Maybe that'd for be the awesome. Prize anyway. Well, all right. I know Vegas got shut out in their last game, so they're probably really not happy. So, well, it's been a it's been a really exciting night for the NHL around the league. Uh, Claude Giroux made his debut for mm-hmm. for the Florida Panthers. He made a really yep. good impact for them as the Panthers beat the Canadians. I just got done watching the Stars take on the Canes. Got it too. That game was just pure insanity. Do you see how many shots on goal that Carolina had? 47 to 15, the stars that were outshot in, by. That is insane. That is insane. And they were saved by not Jake Ottinger. Not Jake but Ottinger. Scott Wedgwood, their NHL trade deadline pickup from mm-hmm. the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, that dude, he's a superstar right now. And he stood on his head in that he, overtime period. Absolutely did. 
Yeah. And uh, uh, Carolina, I don't think – did they get any goals uh, in, the, uh, in the shootout or just one? They got no goals in the shootout. None at all. That's right. Nope. Scott Wedgwood was picked up from the Dallas Stars for a conditional fourth-round pick. If the Stars end up making the playoffs, it turns into a third-round pick. They've oh, wow. already got they've already got Jake Ottinger, and now <laughs> they've got themselves a goaltender who already in in Scott Wedgwood who already just picked up a huge win for them. He Massive literally win. carried them to victory tonight. Massive not good win. if you're a Preds fan. You don't want to see that. No, not at all. Predemption says Vegas actually got shut out back to back, so they're well, probably even extra mad. It only took them 91 seconds to end that. Yeah. Against the Preds. Yes. Ugh. Yeah, I hate All it. All right. Don't like it. Let's, that's for sure. Let's go ahead and start working our way through this episode. This is episode 116 presented by DraftKings, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Let's start our more on a more positive note here, and let's talk yes. about Roman Yossi. Let's for talk sure. about the historical season. Let's try to put it in context the best we can. And so – Roman Yossi is on pace for a hundred points right now. That's literally what he is doing right now. According to Bleacher Report, Open Ice, they shared a really cool post today saying Roman Yossi is on pace for over a hundred points in fewer than 82 games. Norris time for the Preds defenseman. 100%. Haven't we been already talking about that all season, Rich? Where are you where yeah. you been, Bleacher Report? Where yeah, you been? I don't know. Oh, now, now, now that he's making like setting uh, records, you know, having well, it's his, impossible uh, to ignore now. Games, multi-point games since what was it? Ninety-two, ninety-three was the last person that did it. So it's now they're talking to about ignore it. it now. It's impossible to ignore it. He has scored a point, at least a point, in every game in March. That's. Yeah. I mean. Even if he stumbles down the stretch a little bit, he's still on pace to enter really mm-hmm. rare territory. And I kind of went back and did some digging. So I looked back at the list of most points in a single season by an NHL defenseman. And you've got to go all the way back to a really – got to go back like decades to really find wow. where the territory that Roman Yossi is heading into. But just looking pat just looking back to the year 2000 <laughs> only 3 defensemen have passed oh. 80 have been 80 or more points in the NHL 3 defensemen that is what really puts it in pers- into perspective for me and let, let's list these defensemen here Brent Burns was the last one to do it in 2018-19 I remember Brent Burns he was one of those point getters he was putting out a lot of assists much yep. like what Roman Yossi is doing this season. Mm-hmm. Brent Burns was the last defenseman to do that, getting 83 points in 2018-19. The other two defensemen to do it was Eric Carlson for the San Jose Sharks and Nicholas Lindstrom, the great Nicholas Lindstrom for the Detroit Red Wings. Those are the only three defensemen to pass 80 points. Newsflash, <laughs> Roman Yossi is already at 78 points, and he's got 20 games to get to 80 and join those three players. That's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how they decide the voting for the Norris, but 
I'm not even thinking about the Norris anymore. I mean, obviously, I want him to win the Norris, but I'm thinking more like historical context. It's historical, here. that's true. Yeah, I mean, right. we haven't seen anything like this in decades. I mean, if, no. this, if if anything on this level was happening in the NFL right now, a, a much bigger, widely watched mm-hmm. sport. Oh my gosh, it would be an yeah, hour long conversation on Sports Center every day. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, what Roman Yossi is doing right now is in, is just really rare territory for what we're seeing right now. Yes, I agree. Just, it's amazing. Just like I said a minute ago, he has a point, at least a point in the whole month of March. And I mean, that's just strong. I mean, that's the all time The all-time record for defensemen is, of course, the great Bobby Orr, who... Put up. You ready for this? I don't know if you already know this stat or if you haven't memorized the most points by defenseman in a season was set by Bobby Orr in 1970-71. 139 points. Wow. 102 assists. 102 assists. And that was a way different game back then. I don't think that Roman Yossi is going to quite make it that far, but you know what? It's okay. He's not. He's not uh, uh, second. Hey. Second. Second place is Paul Coffey in 1985-86 season. He put up 138 points. He came up one <laughs> point shy of oh, tying man. Bobby Orr's record. That's pretty interesting. And then Bobby Orr's got third place with 130, 135 points. Paul Coffey's got 126. After that, it's basically Bobby Orr and Paul Coffey in the top ten. Yeah, they they are the top ten. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the top 10 goes all the way down to 103 points. So Roman Yossi could actually break into that territory of Bobby Orr mm-hmm. and Paul Coffey. Yes. So that's that's something to touch upon right there. Like when you see these graphics on the screen and they're mentioning Roman Yossi with names like Bobby Orr, uh, the greatest Bruin of all time, possibly, you know, definitely – top five NHL players of all time, for sure. That tells you something right there, man. Mm-hmm. That, you know, Roman Yossi is an elite player in the NHL, and there's just – no one can deny that. Well, there's I think no everyone does. I don't think there's anyone with a with a brain that's saying that Roman Yossi is an elite. Yeah. The problem is – the problem is I feel like he definitely gets completely underrated by yeah. – the national scene. Uh, but I think I people are finally starting to take notice. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like Cal McCarr is the only player that's standing in his way. And there mm-hmm. are some decent arguments to be made to where Cal McCarr does some things better than Roman Yossi. But at that point, it all comes down to cherry picking. And that's why sometimes right. analytics really drives me crazy. I, mm-hmm. I know an- analytics totally have their place. They can totally boost your argument when you're trying to make a certain argument. Uh, there are some really smart people out there who study the game using analytics, mm-hmm. and it definitely has a place in the game. But sometimes people already have a narrative, and they're going to cherry pick those analytics. So they're going to think they're going to think, "Oh, Roman Yossi's overrated. He's not the mm-hmm. Norris Trophy winner. Here's why. And they're going to go look through pages and pages of analytics <laughs> and they're going to find, they're going to find three or four stats right. where 
Cal McCarr is better than Roman Yossi. And they're going to say, see, I told you so. Mm-hmm. See, Cal McCarr is better here. Like you can cherry pick any stat. You Absolutely. Can. But eye test means something too. Yeah. And impact on the team is, is huge as well. I think if you took, well, I can't count. Colorado's really good. If you take Cal McCarr out, that probably would hurt them a lot. But like if you took Roman Yossi out, it would be done, done, done for them. <laughs> I mean, we would be like, I don't even know if they'd play the rest of the season. I think they would just be like, they would just say, pack pack it in, boys. Let's book our flights to Miami. Let's book our flights to Hawaii. Let's book our flights to to Cancun, wherever they go to vacation. (laughs) Let's go ahead and uh, catch an early flight. Yeah, just get it over with and stop the the insanity because, yeah, that's crazy. That would be bad, bad news. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Sure. So, but we've known this about Roman Yossi for a long time. We haven't known that he was going to do something like this necessarily. Mm-mm. But we, we would have definitely. Never, yeah. When the season started, like we've said it before, talking about how we weren't, our expectations weren't real high. And we knew Roman Yossi's always going to have a good season, but never would have thought it would have been this season. So, pleasant surprise. That's for sure. Definitely. For sure. All right, so we're watching Preds versus the Golden Knights right now, and uh, it's a one nothing game right now. The the Golden Knights scored in the first ninety seconds of this game. Um, just one of those goals where once again you're you're seeing the Preds have had to come from behind. And I said this earlier today for whatever reason, I did not feel good about this game at all. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, yeah, especially after the crap fest that was the last game yeah we're not gonna dwell on that yeah we're not gonna talk about that no we're not predemption uh, philly's up four two in st louis that's good we know the preds have it in them to come back so much like the last watch along we did on monday Mm -hmm. we know that the preds can make comebacks and they can you know they did it against anaheim that was awesome to see during our watch along on monday evening Mm -hmm. but you just hate to see them keep falling behind. Vegas is decimated with injuries right now. They sure got, I didn't even realize it, how many injuries either. they had until um, a follower on Twitter, um, Barry V, who's a friend mm-hmm. of the podcast, yep. um, interact with him a lot. He really knows his hockey. Uh, he he really like brought it up. Like Vegas is dealing with a lot of injuries right now. And So I looked at their injury report today, and I was like, I knew they were dealing with some injuries. I knew Mark Stone was on IR. I knew yeah, they were dealing with some yep. other. I knew Leonard was out for them. Mm-hmm. But wow, they are missing so much of a core of their team that they're yeah. hoping to have to be considered Stanley Cup, you know, contenders. So the Preds really need to take care of business and and, and because <laughs> they're I know they're dealing with injuries too. I know that Dante Fabro is the big one they're missing. I know yep. that Mark Borowiecki's out tonight, but they've for the most part, for being this point in the season, this deep in the mm-hmm. season, they are a pr- pretty mm-hmm. at full strength team. Especially, they've Definitely. got all their they've got all their forwards available. Like their prototypical lineup of forwards, they have available. No major yeah. injuries at all. So yep. they got to take care of business tonight. And and with Dallas winning, uh, that puts the pressure on you even more. Minnesota's yeah. hanging around, of course. Uh, we're bat- We're basically going back and forth with Minnesota right now to try to get in the top three, but yeah. it's not even about getting in the top three. It's about the wild card race behind us is still right there on our doorstep as well. 
Absolutely. Dallas, <clears throat> with that win tonight, they're only three points behind Nashville in the second wild card spot. And, and you still can't you still can't fully count out Winnipeg either. No, you cannot. Absolutely not. Um, I think Vegas is the next in line. They are under Dallas, and then after but that, the, but the Pacific Division remember. is also very close. So Vegas could yep. easily jump into top three and knock yep. Edmonton out, if I'm not mistaken. Or no, 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 not Edmonton. You've got uh, in the in the Pacific. You've got uh, L.A., Calgary, and is it Edmonton? Maybe. Yes, it is. It is. Yep. We've got this amazing thing called smartphones I can pull up. So I'll we just can probably it just check quick. it out. Uh, smartphones, so if anyone's heard about them, they can help you look <laughs> stuff up very quick. Pocket. Yeah, Edmonton's, Edmonton's your third place team right now. But uh, Vegas is just three points from – so Vegas is in a very similar position to what the Preds are in right now, honestly. Like yeah. in their respective divisions, they're in very similar positions. Like right there as far as getting in the top three, but they can also easily fall out of the wild card. So this absolutely. is a very this game has so much playoff implications right now. It does. It absolutely it does. <clears throat> and if uh, hopefully willing that they if something bad happens and Predators don't win tonight, they're the next three games are against not um, the same caliber of team, lower caliber teams. But that doesn't mean anything. But they definitely would need to probably win. Two or all three of those. I'm going to put this out there right now, Rich, and I hope I'm dead wrong on this, but um, uh, you're not going to like what I'm about to say. But, Rich, what are you doing on April, on Friday, April 29th? I'm not sure. I can go ahead and tell you what you're going to be doing. You're probably going to be sweating bullets. Oh, yeah. Uh, You're going to be sweating by the buckets. Because that is the last game of the season, and that's when the Preds go on the road to play the Arizona Coyotes. And if I was a betting Mm -hmm. man and someone made me bet some money right now, I would say that that game, the Preds will have to win to make the playoffs. Yeah, it was kind of exactly what happened last season, wasn't it? I wouldn't be surprised at all. I would not be surprised at all. Redemption says there's no excuse at this time of the year that the Preds don't go three and zero next week. I hope so. Well, we we then, say that a, with all due respect. We say that said, all the time. Don't manifest that. <laughs> That's my parents. for sure. All right. Well, if, if I can throw you something better, maybe they can wrap it up the the game before against Colorado on the twenty eighth. The game before <laughs> that, and maybe by that time Colorado won't have anything to play for. <laughs> yeah i mean I that's actually conceivable yeah yeah but that's conceivable oh, rich by the it is by, conceivable. by the by that game by that game the colorado avalanche should have nothing to play for and maybe they'll play a bunch of their scrubs and just let the preds walk right into the playoffs maybe. how about that that would be awesome all right. that's all i got for you i really think it's going to come down to the last week of the season though yeah i do too unfortunately Predemption says, Chad, the Preds will have a playoff spot by then. I will make you that guaranteed. I, All right. I hope you're right, Predemption. I hope you're right and I'm wrong. I, I love right being too. wrong about this team. But uh, so I'm too. just telling you what I feel about this team. They're just one of those teams that they're going to they're gonna give you plenty of really exciting <laughs> wins. They're going to beat some really good teams they're not supposed to beat. But then they're going to turn around and lose to some really bad teams. And that's going to equal – them entering the final week of the season really on that playoff bubble. Dallas 
We've been saying it all along. They're coming. They dug themselves a deep hole, but they're not as bad as their record. And look at what they did tonight, even though I know they didn't play well, but they still figured out a way to win. So they're not going anywhere. I still think Vegas, once they start getting some of their players back, they're going to get a lot of their players back that are out right now. Uh, Eventually, Mark (coughs) Stone's going to come back. They've got a lot of other important players out right now. I'm telling you right now, if Vegas gets in, they're going to be dangerous. And let's kind of talk about that right now, Rich. We we said that was going to be a topic tonight, and it's actually a perfect segue. Let's talk about some fringe Western Conference playoff teams or teams that are on the playoff bubble that if they sneak in, then your top teams like Colorado, Calgary, these top teams that we know are going to make it, they're not going to want to play teams like this. Yeah. Rich, how about you give me your your teams and then I'll tell you mine. So is it is it is it on the bubble or does that include the, wild card? It, it can be. It's 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 literally teams that are like barely in the playoffs or they're barely okay. out of the playoffs. Awesome. Either way, awesome. So my first one is Dallas. <laughs> Obviously, those I, guys. I'm right I've been. Those, I'm right there with you, man. They they are tough to play against, and we know how tough. The Predators always have beaten them, you know, but it's always a close game. It usually goes to a shootout or overtime. Um, right now, if if the Predators aren't careful, they're going to get bumped down to the second wild card spot. I know. Um, if they if they don't do something quick, like something's got to change. They're just not playing great right now. So, I also saw a really interesting stat from the ESPN broadcast tonight mm-hmm. in that Stars-Canes game. Remember how last season – the Stars missed the playoffs because they had so many overtime losses. Mm-hmm. They they remember they lost so many times to the Preds in overtime. They yep. I, I, I mean we could go back I could go back and try to look it up how many overtime losses they had, but it was something like insane. Like it yeah. they just had so much bad luck last season in overtime. And that was the reason why they missed the playoffs. And mm-hmm. this season they've got the most wins after regulation that. in the entire league. Yep. So they've they've completely flipped the script from last season to this season. They're actually getting those extra points in overtime this season. Yep, absolutely. They had 14, 14 over, overtime losses last season. 14. And that was in a 56-game season. Right. Yeah, mind you. That. That, that's yep. crazy. This season, crazy. this season, they've only got three overtime losses. Yes. I saw that graphic earlier. That, 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 that's right. a really crazy turnaround for a team when it comes to overtime. So, yes, I'm right there with you. The Stars are – look, the Stars are built for the playoffs. They are mm-hmm. built for the playoffs. They have veterans who know how to play in those moments. Tyler Sagan, yeah. Jamie Benn. Uh, they've got guys like that. Alexander Radulov, I know he hasn't had a good season, but he is also there. Ryan Suter, I know we cannot stand Ryan Suter. He knows how to play in the playoffs, at least. He's been in this league a long time. Mm-hmm. And then you've got your young players who are still really good. Jason Robertson, Rupe Hintz. And then they've got the goaltending. They've got the goaltending. Sure Jake, Jake Ottinger is right up there with UC Soros. Is one of the really rising, up-and-coming young goaltenders in this league. Yep. And then apparently the guy Wedgwood that they got, he is doing really well. I would probably say he's going to be taking over a backup spot to. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Um, Brady Holby. Well, who is it? Holby. Yep, Holby. I couldn't think of his name. Um, 
Yeah, man. I mean, they're they're tough. They're now, always I'm telling you, tough. they are one of those teams that if they figured out a way to get in, and they've still got a lot of work to do, they're still kind of on the outside looking in. But if they yep. sneak in, they are one of those teams that could go on a run and make mm-hmm. it to the Stanley Cup again. I would not be surprised at all. They yep. would be a very difficult first-round uh, opponent for a team like Calgary or a team like even Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, sure. who's, your other, who's your other team? You got one more? It's really I a do. team we don't want to face. I do. It's uh, Vegas. <laughs> um, before we talk about them a little bit, Predemption says Vegas can't dress Max Pacioretty or Mark Stone into the playoffs because of their cap situation. So if they do make it they in and get those dudes back, like you said, those guys are, you know. Exactly. That's a really good point. For, that's against. a good point for Predemption. Uh, thank you, Prediction, for watching along with us tonight. Yes, uh, good, good point there. Vegas is in a lot of a mess right now with their cap situation, and so they're really having to juggle some things. Uh, Mark Stone is on IR now. There's talks that he's starting to feel better. He's starting to get healthy again. So they're probably trying to figure out how they're going to bring him back. Mm-hmm. And so they're juggling juggling a lot of different issues right now. Uh, Vegas is so. Yeah. Uh, but they are definitely a team that if they get all their players back and they get things right, they're a team that could still, you know, right, make some things happen in the playoffs for sure. And as we're talking about Vegas, they just scored again. Um, yeah. Saros is going to want that see, one back would you, Yeah, what would you see on that goal, Rich? Um, Just they couldn't get the – um, predators couldn't get the goal or the puck out from in front of Soros and Vegas took it. And I didn't see who scored the goal, but Soros will want that one back as well because it was yeah. something he should have got. So, well, don't like that. Don't Vegas like that. also already has Vegas already has 14 shots on goal, too. So, um, yeah. to, to five, yeah, it's, this is like a this is like a continuation of Tuesday night's game in LA, like it's like. Just not going well at all. What are these guys doing? They not going to bed early enough or something? All right, so um, lag. I don't know. All right, so you say Vegas. I agree with that, but that I'm going to go different here. There's another okay. team that's actually okay. There, so th- we're talking about fringe playoff teams. So teams right. that could still easily fall out of the playoffs over these last 20 games. The team I'm about to name is currently in the top three in their division but by a nose. They're three points from being out of the playoffs altogether. Mm -hmm. And that is the Edmonton Oilers. A team that is completely (laughs) underperformed all season. They're much like the Toronto Maple Leafs in the Eastern Conference. The Edmonton Oilers are the butt of a lot of jokes. People love to see them fail because they've got Connor McDavid, the world's best player, arguably, on their team. And so a lot of people like to see them fail, just like a lot of people like to see the Toronto Maple Leafs fail. But I'm telling you, eventually this team is going to figure it out. They're going to break through. This is Canada's year to win a Stanley Cup, I'm telling you. It is, yeah, strong. Between Toronto Toronto and Calgary, and then you've still got Edmonton, who I think is going to be a sneaky – Edmonton is a team that going into the season – yeah, of course, everyone's like, it's it's a popular pick to make. Like, oh, yeah, Edmonton, because they got Leon Dreisaitl, right. they got Connor McDavid, and then they've got the rest of their complement of players. But Edmonton's been a mess with their goaltending. That's the mm-hmm. one thing that, that, that you can't trust with that team. 
But I still think that Edmonton mm. will be a tough team to play against if they sneak in. So they're at, they're so at 75 points right now, but they are just three points ahead of Vegas from being out altogether. So they're still very much on that playoff bubble. So yep. you say Vegas, I'm going to go ahead and say Edmonton is a team that if they That's get in, one. if they get in, you need to circle them. I don't care what seed they are. If Edmonton gets the last wild card and has to play Colorado, you want to talk about a first round playoff series? Oh, yeah. Edmonton Ooh. versus Colorado. True. Sign me up That'd for that. Yeah, definitely sign me up for that. Oh, Hans, uh, Hans called his timeout. Look like, or, oh, no, that was TV timeout. Never mind. I was like, he called he was, a timeout yeah. in the first period. He what was, is going yeah, I'm on? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought it was live. He was giving them the business. As shots are shots are 14 to four. Uh, so we've heard we've heard plenty of plenty of uh, players on the Preds talk about how Hines really will get into them in the locker mm-hmm. room. I think yeah. Matt Duchesne had a, a had a comment about that and how the Preds turned it around this season. Uh, yeah. and how John Hines really does know how to light a fire under this team. For sure. He comes off quiet and reserved on the bench. But, mm-hmm. I mean, in that locker room, he he definitely seems like a player that holds players account – or a coach that holds players accountable. Yeah. Well, he was definitely giving them the business because he, he was red-faced, yelling. Yeah, they need something, man. This is, this is ridiculous. Ridiculous. This is episode 116 of Catfish on Ice with Chad Minton and Rich Howe, brought to you by DraftKings. Of course, you can go use our promo code THPN to sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Have a lot of fun. There are so many NHL at, uh, betting props you can go on. But they cover every sport. But if you're an NHL fan, we're guessing you are. If you're listening to the podcast right now, then they, you can really have a lot of fun with some of the betting props that DraftKings has right now available. So let's go ahead and talk about some of the current odds that DraftKings has right now in the NHL. And first off, let's talk about the Stanley Cup odds. Yes. The Cup favorites. Have you looked at these odds yet, Rich? I have not. All right. Well, let let me tell you, who would be your guess for the best or the – the favorite right now, according to DraftKings Sportsbook, when it comes to uh, winning the cup. Hmm. That's actually a I tough want, question because there's wanna, a few I, teams you could think about. Yeah, I want. I would want to say Tampa Bay, but I feel like that's not it. Let's go. I'll go Calgary. Is it Calgary? Is that it? To win the cup out of the entire league? No, it's not Calgary. No. Calgary okay. is number four. Calgary oh. has the fourth. Fourth best okay. odds right now. All right. That's still good. Not Calgary. I don't know. You tell me. It's Colorado. Colorado. Okay. Colorado is the favorite right now to win the Stanley Cup, according to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you threw down $100 right now on the Colorado Avalanche, you'd bring back $425. Oh, wow. All right. Oh, we got a. Vegas player down. Yeah, uh, that's never good. Yeah, when they bring that stretcher oh. out like that, that's Holy always crap. Um, yeah, they he lost his edge and went to the boards, and then Forsberg kind of lost his edge a little bit and fell on top of him, sort of. So, damn. 
Forsberg was trying to say check on him though, so that was cool. I can't, I can't it, see who it is. Yeah, that's um, that's always scary. I'm sure when these types of things happen and the medical professionals get out there, a lot of times they ask the player to not move anything just in case because yep. yep. you don't want to do further damage if it really is like some type of a serious injury. Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely scary. You can see on all the player looks on all the players that it's um very scary wow. moment. Uh, just wow. never. Oh, always that's cool. Ro- always bad to see something like this. Two of the Predators um, medical team are helping them out too. That's good. That's yeah. awesome. Um. I can't see. I still can't see who it is. I mean, they're they're blocking it. Forsberg is definitely because you said he was involved in the in the moment there. Yeah, I can't tell. You know, you know, as violent and as physical as hockey is, you don't see this happen very mm-hmm. often. You sure don't. You don't see the stretcher kinda... have to go out on the ice very often, and you would expect it to happen a lot more considering how. Um, physical of a sport it is and how fast these players are skating and how hard they're hitting. Yeah. But you really do not see this very often. No. And we also, yeah, I haven't seen which player it is either yet. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Vegas. They're, still, they're still not showing who it is. Yeah, Forsberg looks pretty upset. Um, well, the fact that he was directly involved in it, I mean – it's just really hard to even have to think about. I mean, yeah. He what? Brett How? Uh, Brett Howden is the player involved. Sure. Okay, I'm not sure who that is. Um, they're definitely being very cautious in how they approach this. The medical teams and mm. just really makes you worry even more that they're taking this much precautions. It really does make you really worry that it's something, it could be something really serious that they're taking this much caution to even, you know, lift him right now. Yeah, for real. <clears throat> for sure. Um, it's just, it really puts everything into perspective when, you know, these players are, you know, we want to see the team win. We mm-hmm. love the hard hits. We love all that stuff, but it is a yeah. very, very dangerous sport. So when you yeah. see this happen, I mean, it really just. Yeah, it's. You know, you really, you really think about this player's family mm-hmm. who I'm sure are really um, upset right now seeing this, his teammates, of course, mm-hmm. everyone involved, honestly, like it, it's hard. I mean, it, because these hockey players put their, they literally put their bodies on the line playing the sport. Yeah. They're still strapping him down, it looks like. I got, I'm guessing they're not going to show the. Uh... Well, it, yeah, I missed the initial hit. I didn't see it um, or what happened. Did, yeah. I was but glancing at I, him and it. I it think, looked like he just you know, kind of uh, fell down. So I don't a know. lot of times, a lot of times, out of respect for the player, you're not going to show replays of a very catastrophic injury. Yep. And that's out of respect to the player. Yeah. Because you don't really want to showcase or highlight 
a scary injury like that, you know? <clears throat> right. And uh, they used to, like, I'm telling you, like, they used to not be nearly as respectful no. in this. No, like, I remember, I mean, sure. I can remember watching football games where, because it happens a lot in football, where players' mm-hmm. necks would go snapping back or a player's leg would mm-hmm. get just completely snapped at the ACL. And they would show the show, they would show Keep the going. slow motion replay like three or four times. And people would be like, stop showing that. Like, yeah. we don't need to see that. Like, that for out sure. of respect for the player, out of respect for that player's family, don't make this a spectacle and show endless replays of this player who just took a really scary, you know, injury. They could, yeah. they could be, like, life-threatening. So I really appreciate these TV broadcasts who have learned that when something like this is going on, you don't show the replay. Yeah. Um, Predemption said Forsberg was going in for a hit in front of the Preds bench. Howden was already falling, so he didn't have his footing. And then Forsberg collided with him, so he wasn't braced properly. Wow. It's one of those awkward things that can happen in hockey. I mean. Yeah. Forsberg. Nothing malicious about nothing malicious about it. Forsberg standing right by him. He looks tore up. And you're seeing the uh you're seeing the stick taps from both teams, including the Predators. Hmm. John Hines in the Preds bench is clapping. Everyone in the arena is clapping. Obviously, out of respect. Oh, so they got him. They're putting him on. I'm just now seeing them put him on the strip stretcher. <clears throat> Wow. You know, you all you, you come together in a moment like this, like you know, like in the end, it is just a sport, and even it, it looks like, yeah, just really yeah. they're they're taking all the precautions necessary to make sure that this isn't like a serious neck injury. Yeah, for real. He's moving his extremities. He's moving his mouth. For what I'm seeing, which is just a really awesome sign to see there. I'm sure uh, hopefully they're just taking all the ultimate precautions and that he's going to be okay and everything's going to be fine. And they just took the precautions. He's awake. That's good. And he's moving his hands. So, man, that's tough. Yep. That's very tough. Just, uh, good to see that. All right. Yeah. So, all right, I guess they are going to show it now. And <coughs> yeah, that's yeah. just a really, uh, it's a really just awkward collision at the boards right there. I don't think that uh, nothing malicious out of this from Forsberg. The, uh, like Redemption said, the player was already kind of going down. Forsberg was skating in after the puck in pursuit and kind of stumbled into him, oh. fell into him. Oh boy, <laughs> that's rough. Yeah, yeah, and I can see why I can see why Forsberg is really upset over this because he was directly involved in it, even if it wasn't malicious. Yeah, so, and and as soon as it happened, I, I'm sure you just saw it on the replay. Forsberg immediately went over to, to check on him or whatever. So, and Forsberg's not a dirty player. I mean, he's no, not. No, but definitely not. A very unfortunate, just core collision yeah. that can mm. happen sometimes at the boards. That's crazy. So yeah, Brett Howden 
uh, 23-year-old center for the Vegas Golden Knights. He's got nine goals, 11 assists on the season. A good player, good young player for Vegas. We hope you get better soon. Yeah, man, We're happy to real. see that nothing serious happened. Uh, scary stuff there, but it, it seems to be that you're hopefully going to be okay. But scary yeah, stuff. For sure. All right. So they're back right. underway here. They're back underway here in the first period. Preds and Golden Knights. Golden Knights are up two to nothing. Coming up on the three-minute mark left in the first period. All right, yep. Rich. Let's talk right. about some. Let's talk about some roster moves and some injuries that the Preds are dealing with right now. First, Boy. let's talk with the Preds' big roster move. That's really I found interesting and a little uh, a little sombering. Maybe that's the word I can use here. Uh, Fleet Myers, that big <laughs> trade acquisition from the Ryan Ellis trade has been loaned <laughs> to another team. The Toronto Marlies. Yes. We, uh, the Preds were like, you know what? We'll loan him to you. Yep. Um, and I did, I did see, um, that someone had said that that was the future considerations for getting that Biega guy from Toronto. Yeah. But yeah. Adam Vingan, Adam Vingan said it was not. It's just a loan or whatever. So, um, yeah. And, and honestly, the loan thing kind of confuses me sometimes. Like, what are the yeah. Preds getting in return for the loan? You know, like, I'm not there's sure. Gotta, there's got to be something that I don't know. You know, know like, like they you know what I'm trying to say. It. I do. They would just do you it. would just loan a player for nothing. So, yeah. um, but be that as it may. Uh, yeah. It really makes you go back and think about the Ryan Ellis trade. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. I don't care what really happens with Fleet Myers. I still think that moving on from Ryan Ellis was a good thing, dumping his cap. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's played four games this season for the Philadelphia yeah. Flyers. Mm-hmm. And as much as I've appreciated <clears throat> and loved Ryan Ellis's career with the Nashville Predators and all the great things he did for the Nashville Predators, Yep. I don't think he's ever going to return even to half of what he was with the Preds no. uh, in his heyday. So no. you would have loved to have gotten a player who's actually contributing right now out of that because right. you've also got Cody Glass, who was immediately <coughs> sent down yeah, to the minors. Three or four games. And he's having a great year for Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Like He's really found his niche down there, and he's doing well. But for sure. You gotta, you know, you can't help but think: Is Cody Glass gonna be a career AHL player, or will he eventually make that difficult jump? That'll yeah. be a really good preseason storyline for next season. Watching Cody Glass and seeing if he can make this roster and to see if he's a part of this team next year yeah. on a regular basis. But yeah, that Ryan Ellis trade, the return's not looking too great. It's not. If you look at it half glass full, you got rid of his salary and that's pretty much all you got out of it which that's that's good but you really wish you could have gotten a, a, a player that could make an impact more than the the guys and maybe have. hey who knows we don't have a crystal ball here <clears throat> maybe down the road cody glass and fleet myers both end mm-hmm. up making an impact on this everyday nhl roster i would put my money on cody glass over fleet myers if you're asking me between yes. the two um yeah. I know Fleet Myers has done some decent things. I, I'm not saying he's been a complete, just massive failure, but yeah. I mean, 
they protected him in the expansion draft, Rich. That's huge. That's that's a big point for sure. And I mean, we said it at the time when we did our expansion draft episode at the time, and mm-hmm. we didn't even know a ton about Fleet Myers at that point. We yep. said, well, you kind of have to protect him because you just traded for him. Right. Yeah. So I, it's exactly. like, so I get why they protected him. But again, mm-hmm. it's looking really strange. Ooh, we have a, how did that not end up being a goal for the Preds? What happened here? Um, You're going to see this on your replay, that. Rich. That, <clears throat> that looks like for sure that was going to trickle in. Come on, you got boys. Roman Yossi at the point. Roman Yossi looked for a deflection goal oh, wow. off of McCarron. <clears throat> the, net com- the net comes off. Let's see. Cousins. So Cousins found on. Cousins found Yossi for a nice feed. Yossi fed it in looking for a pinball style goal. And Thompson for yep. the goaltender for Vegas he, smothers uh, it. He just laid on it. Covered it up. I, mean, I like I like what I'm seeing though. That was a good shift there from the Preds. Yeah. yeah. That was it a good shift. Is. That's what you gotta do. You gotta get that building is. blocks here. You got you got you gotta get building blocks. You still got Two thirds of this game left, so it's, yep. it's don't let this turn into the LA Kings game. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. Oh gosh, Ugh. forget about that game. I was thinking, like, Horrible. did I really stay up late for this? That's what I was thinking all the time. So yeah, I know we said we weren't going to talk about it, <clears throat> but as soon as they pulled Riddick and then they scored the empty netter, I turned the TV off. I was like, I don't I'm blame not, you. I'm, I'm not watching this anymore. I don't blame I, you at all. Yeah. I was like, forget it. I was like, there's no no way possible. So, all right, let's uh, let's go back Disgusting. to our DraftKings odds here, our odds that they they've got set. So, oh, yeah, the Cup favorite is the Colorado Avalanche. You throw down a hundred dollars yep. right now, you can win four twenty five if they win the Stanley Cup. I feel like that's a pretty pretty good bet there, honestly. But Florida, the Florida Panthers. Got slightly less odds, but they they're at plus five fifty. So you could bring back five fifty on a hundred dollar bet. Mm. So that what if you put down a two dollar bet. You're making me do math now. <laughs> I don't... A $2... I'm going be... So you, you go by tens. So okay. like you do a ten dollar bet, you bring back fifty five dollars. Uh, two dollar bet's not going to bring you back a lot of money, Rich. All right. Well, I'm I'm going to be I, I, I'm Rich. Be honest with Rich, you here. Rich, if you throw down two dollars on the Panthers to win the Stanley Cup right now, and they win the Stanley Cup, you like, might win. You'll win enough money to buy you dinner at Chili's. Like ten bucks. Why are you asking me to do math right now? I don't know. I'm gonna look. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be 100 straight up with you. I don't understand how betting works. So. I don't All get right. it. I never have gotten it. So I don't, I just don't, right. don't so, get it. So in your future, when you, in your future betting, in your future odds, so that's like when you're predicting like who's going to win the Stanley Cup and you okay. get to pick from yep. every team, right. then they're all going to be pluses because the odds are very, very low. So the mm-hmm. payouts are going to be higher. So plus 425 means that you bet $100, you're going to win $425. Gotcha. So anything that's plus – Anything is plus is what you're going to win based on a hundred dollar bet. Now gotcha. you can say, so you do the math by tens. So if, on that same bet, since it's plus 40, 425, you could bet $10 and you're 
and you'll win 4250. 4250. So that you got to do the math by the by gotcha. that's why when, that's why when you throw the $2 bet at me, I'm not good enough at math to calculate okay. that. Well, I'll do I'll do it in tens from now on. <laughs> it's all it's all based off percentages, but the but the DraftKings app does it for you. So you That's type awesome. in two dollars, then it's going to automatically give you the you know cool. the win. I, but I can promise you right now, if that's as low as you're going to bet on the Florida Panthers to win, then you're betting to, you can win yourself a dinner at uh, Chili's or um, I don't know what restaurants you got up there, but uh, Chili's was the first um, restaurant. I every, we have everything you have for the most all part. Right. So you, yeah, you'll for, win yourself for all the cool places. You'll either win yourself a dinner at Chili's or a, a heck load of Taco Bell. How about that? Oh, now now you're talking. You can have yourself a you're heyday talking. at Taco Bell if you throw you down two dollars on the Panthers and they win the Stanley Cup for a month. At Taco yeah, Bell there you go. If that's bucks. if that's your if that's your end game, Rich, then go to town. Throw two dollars <laughs> on the Florida Panthers. Well, I'm hoping I'm hoping soon that I will be able to use that feature on DraftKings, but I'm not able to yet because of the state I live in, but I can do the fantasy betting and I have done that. And that's fun too. And that's fun. Tampa Bay is third right now in cup favorites. They are at plus 800. So you win $800. If you throw a hundred dollar bet down on them, let's talk about where the Preds are. According to DraftKings. Hmm. They are plus 4,500. Wow. So if you place a hundred dollar bet right now on the Preds to win the Stanley Cup and they win the Stanley Cup, you win four thousand five hundred dollars. Love it. You can throw down ten dollars, Rich, and you can bring back four fifty. Four fifty. Don't yep. make me do the math on a two dollar bet. Don't make don't you make me do it, Rich. I said I'll do tens from now on. I'll do yeah, I'll let's do, just it do tens. tens. It's easier. It's easier to do it that way off the top of your head. That's cool. Yeah, I can do that. Now, whenever you see minus, whenever you see minus, Rich, so if a team is more. minus, if a team is a minus 100, that means that it's a favorite to win. That mm-hmm. means the odds are in your favor, so you got to put down more money to win more money. You got to risk more money. Yeah. Because the odds are more in your favor. Yes. So, if a team is minus 100 to do something, you've got to bet $100 just to win 100. Yep. Because they're in your, so, your favorite. Yeah, it's just lower odds. Yeah. Like, so that's like, kind of how it works. Like the Hunger Games. Exactly. You know, right. The odds always be in your favor. So let's look yeah. at conference conference winners here for the Western Conference. Again, Colorado is the favorite. They're at plus 165. So that would not be a wise bet. No. Because you're not going to really win anything. You're, you're only going to win – I mean, you're going to win – a little bit of money, but it's not a great bet. I would I would take a bigger chance and think about a team like Calgary. Absolutely. If you're going to bet on conference winners right now, they're plus four hundred. Uh, Vegas is plus six fifty, which I would not bet that, but they are a bigger mm-hmm. payout if you want to go that route. The Preds are plus two thousand, so yeah, if you want to bet on the Preds to win the Western Conference and somehow catch, uh, this is for playoffs, by the way. So in the playoffs, right winning the conference, you can throw money on the Preds to win the conference and you'd win $2,000 bet. There you go. This is all the more reason right here to get the DraftKings Sportsbook app looking through these odds here. Yep. It's really easy. If I'm looking through the conference winners and if I was going to make a bet on these teams, Mm -hmm. Calgary Mm -hmm. is a very – enticing bet to make right there that's probably they're at plus they're at plus 400 so yeah that's 
That's pretty yep. good. You've I think out Saint, of all the you've got you've got Minnesota at plus one thousand. Wow. So you could win a thousand dollars on a hundred dollar bet if you throw some money on Minnesota if you think they can just get hot in the playoffs. So some interesting selections there for conference for sure. winners. Um, let's look at to make the playoffs. They've got Dallas right now at plus two ninety to not make the playoffs. They are actually oh, wow. that DraftKings seems to think that they got a good chance to actually make the playoffs. Yeah. So is your odds on that? So do I. <laughs> the top goals, the odds for top goal scorer in the league right now for DraftKings Sportsbook app has Austin Matthews as the favorite. He is also the league leader in goals right now with 46 goals going into tonight's action. You've got Leon Dreisaitl, just four goals behind. Mm. Austin Matthews at 42 goals. You could throw $100 down on Leon Dreisaitl to take over Austin Matthews, and he would win $400. Hmm. So you can I don't see that happening. But <clears throat> so yeah, what we're saying is go get the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Yep. And Lots of things there's a lot on. of good at, there's a lot of good odds Ooh. out there for sure. As sure. we're brought to you by DraftKings. We also threw out a poll question right now. Yep. Hope you guys saw it, everybody. Uh, we so one thing about this pred season, and I think everyone knows this, there has been no shortage of storylines this season. <laughs> I mean, just take your pick. Records are falling left and right. You've got Rookies out there doing great things like Tanner Janot. You've got UC yep. Soros. You've got the team playing better than what people thought. I mean, there's so many things going on this season. You've got Philip Forsberg in the contract negotiations and what he's going to do. Uh, he's already broke the single-season goal record and the career franchise goal record for the Preds this season, which has been a storyline. So we threw out the poll question, and I was really interested to see what our listeners would think. We're going to leave this poll question running into to, uh, tomorrow, so we'll update this final poll results in the next episode. But here's where we're at right now. So we asked, what has been the most interesting storyline of the Preds season so far? And uh, our options were Forsberg, Forsberg contract talks, Yossi's historical pace, Tanner Janot for the Calder Trophy, or Duchesne's resurgence, resurgence of a season. Well, and right now it's really, really close vote, like kind of all over the place. But leading the way is Yossi's historical pace with 30% of the vote. That's not what I voted for, but you've got um, Phil Philip Forsberg contract talks is 28%. Duchesne's resurgence is 25%, and Janot for Calder is 18%. So it's a very, very close vote right now on our poll question. Yep. I voted for the Forsberg talks. I know that that has probably been the dominant thing that we've talked about. Yes, it has been. <laughs> the most. The Roman Yossi thing, I mean, we've talked about Roman Yossi, but as far as realizing really what he's accomplishing, that's really come up in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, we've been talking about it since, what, <laughs> December probably? But the pace he's actually on, though, is really ramped up recently, and that's really gotten us talking about it on a national yeah, level. For sure. 
Uh, of course, we've talked about Tanner Janot and Matt Duchesne all season, too, and what they're doing in their respective seasons. So it's mm-hmm. really tough question, honestly, to pick between the two. I voted for Roman Yossi. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been that one if I hadn't voted for the Forsberg one. But I feel like, yeah, a lot of people, there's a lot of chatter about that, the contract thing. Maybe it'll die down now that that uh, yeah. Poyle has kind of told uh, people to chill out a little bit. Uh, Britt on Twitter says all of the above. So she just mm. said, I'm, she just said I'm voting for all of them, mm. which is totally fair. <laughs> Ray Perkin, who has been on the podcast before. Yep. What's up, Ray? Uh, he comments and says, Duchesne is the most interesting to me because I've been rooting for it for a couple of years and even kind of predicted it last year. I seem to remember him talking about Matt Duchesne mm-hmm. on our show. I'm pretty sure Ray Perkin came on the show before the season started. We were kind of talking about what we thought was going to happen. And I remember him. I'll go back and listen to the archives. But I remember Ray Perkin actually talking about how he thought Matt Duchesne like was actually playing much better than what Mm -hmm. a lot of people were giving him credit for. For sure. Um, And the points just weren't falling for him. He just was a little bit snake bitten, almost like what we've seen with Ellie Tolvin in this season. And he looks correct if you know in that regard. So Matthew Shane's resurgence is resurgence is what Ray Perkins says. So keep voting on that poll. Share it with your friends at Catfish Ice on Twitter. Let us know what you think about that poll question. Absolutely. Fun stuff. We're still in the first intermission as the Preds trail two to nothing. They just have not been able to figure it out. Mm, not not the time for that to be happening. <clears throat> That's for sure. I don't like it. I don't like it either, man. It's like, it's one of those things where they've got to just avoid. This is the worst time of the season right now it to uh, hit a cold stretch. It really yeah. is. Like, this can change the entire outlook of the season and really undo all the great things you've done if they fall flat mm-hmm. right now. Yep. I was just thinking about it while I was watching the, um, Carolina game, like wondering what it would be like to have, even like you think about Colorado, what would it be like to have that much of a pad to where you could probably lose every game the rest of the season almost and it not bother you 100, like at all? Like, what would that be? That would be amazing. I will will say the 2017 18 season when the Preds won the President's Trophy. Yeah. They were. Things were feeling pretty comfortable, but I remember fans, at least me personally, mm-hmm. I still didn't want to see them lose because I wanted them to win the President's Trophy because I thought that'd Absolutely. be cool. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. And I wanted them to win the division. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's it doesn't happen very often for these Preds teams. Most of the time, they're no. always right there on that playoff bubble no. and trying to sneak in most of the time. Yeah. But Colorado is like four. No, what is it? 16 points up on St. Louis. Well, think about the entire Eastern Conference right now, Rich. Pretty much the entire Eastern Conference playoff field is set. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a yeah, you've is. got a third you've got a 13 point cushion in the in the Eastern Conference playoff race right now between the wild card and the next yep. teams, the next closest teams. Yeah. That's insane. So right now in the Eastern Conference, they're just playing for playoff seating. They're not really sure they're not worried about falling out of the playoffs. Whereas the Western Conference is like you could go to being in the top three to being out of the playoffs 
after a two game losing streak, three game losing streak, you're out. I don't. It's I don't that pay, close. I don't pay much attention to the Eastern Conference. But look at it, man. Look at it. I am it's, right now. The teams are set, man. The teams are. They set. are set. Yeah, there's. I don't see Columbus making, making up a 13 point difference. No, no, I don't. I don't, and, I don't see that. And, it, and when you look at the Eastern Conference, it is. I mean, yeah. it's going to be a bloodbath in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. It because is. I mean. You're looking at your bottom wild card team in the Eastern Conference right now is the Washington Capitals. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that the Washington Camp Capitals aren't a Stanley Cup contending team. They can absolutely win the Stanley Cup, and they are oh, the yeah. second wild card team right now in the Eastern sure. Conference. Definitely, their playoff field is absolutely <laughs> stacked: Washington, yeah. Boston. New York Rangers, Pittsburgh Penguins, Carolina Hurricanes, Tampa Bay Lightning, Toronto Maple Leafs, and Florida Panthers. Mm-hmm. Every single one of those teams are would probably be favored against the Predators in a playoff series. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah definitely. <laughs> Unfortunately. I mean, I'm just saying, like, <clears throat> Eastern Conference is completely stacked right now. Yeah. Yep, I would, I would, I would be completely, completely surprised if the Eastern Conference does not win the Stanley Cup this year. One of their teams. It wouldn't. Surprise I know. Me either. I know Colorado's great. I know Colorado's good, but Colorado is kind of like the only team in the Western Conference that I would give a chance of winning the Cup. Maybe Calgary, maybe. But I'm telling you, I feel like the Cup's coming out of the Eastern Conference this year. Yeah, <clears throat> the second. The second place team in the Western Conference is St. Louis with 79 points. And the second wild card spot in the Eastern Conference is Washington with 80. So it's like, yeah. it's, it's crazy to look at it I that know, way. Man. It is um, crazy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it is. Episode 116 of Catfish and Ice presented by DraftKings. Go get the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN for exclusive offers. The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big two. And you can really, really have a lot of fun with it. We just got done giving you some of the eyes that the DraftKings Sportsbook app has right now for you. Talked about some of them in the NHL. And so... All you got to do now is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 and up restrictions apply. Please see our show notes for details for responsible gambling practices. And also, if you need to call for gambling help, if you have a gambling problem. Yep. And if you're in a state like Kentucky and you don't have the Sportsbook app available, you can still have a lot of fun with the Daily Fantasy Sports app. Yep. You can do any anything that's going on. NASCAR, all right, Rich. hockey, Rich, basketball, all of it. How about you update everyone on our cold hard picks from oh, Monday's yeah. episode? Let's do that. Did I do right. any better? Did I finally get a win? Did you I did. finally get a win? You I did. got one. I got you a did. win. You did. Ugh, fine. So you had you had Canes over the Lightning, and that happened. Wow. That happened. But then you took Coyotes over uh, the Kraken. That did not happen. 
And then you took you took flyers over the Red Wings, right? Wasn't that the one you mm-hmm. did, or was it the opposite? Yep. Okay, yep, I that did not happen. In. Yep. So I picked uh, Capitals over the Blues. That definitely did not happen. Um, Stars over the Oilers. I did. I, I did right. get that one. I got to give you a pat on the back for that one. That was a really good pick by you. Yep. And then Golden Knights over the Jets. I thought for sure they'd come back after getting beat by by Winnipeg, but that did not happen. <clears throat> so I got one and you got one. So we're sitting at you've got one win and I've got three. I'm one and five and you are three and three. Three and uh, <laughs> three and five, right? I don't know. Yeah. You've yeah, got one win and I've got three. <laughs> yeah. We, we make, make three we picks make a week. We make three yeah. picks a week. We've made six picks so far. You're three and three and I'm one and five. That's it. Yes. That's correct. You're batting 500. I'm batting uh, whatever. We're doing too no, much no. math in this show. I can't do math. I'm not good at math. Yeah. So. Let's not do that. All right. <clears throat> Forget the math. So we'll have this again next week. All right. Yeah. I'll try to do better. Like I'm not doing well uh, with these uh, cold, hard picks at all. Like crap. Shit. Why did I, why did I come up with this? Like this oh, segment's good. not working out in my favor at all. If It's good. I like it. All right, let's do our power rankings. Let's do our battle for the central power rankings. Let's see where we've got the division shaping up right now. Let's see where we decided to put the Preds. Uh, Um, Let me start off with my rankings. And the Coyotes, they done ticked me off. They lost for me against the Kraken this past week. They totally messed up my pick. I tried to show faith in them, and they totally blew it up in my face. So... As punishment, the Coyotes go back to number eight on my list. Yeah, I, I put them back at number eight because they have three straight losses. They were doing so well. Mine's personal. It is, I know. They couldn't they couldn't even beat the Seattle Kraken, which neither can the Preds, apparently. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> you know what? The Coyotes are number eight. They I hope you enjoyed your glory of being at number seven for a couple weeks, but you know, your time That's is true. over. You're back to the yeah. basement. You're back at number eight. Yeah, especially a depleted, a depleted Seattle cracking team. And the Coyotes, you know, they decided to not be complete sellers at the trade deadline. They still kept Jacob Chickering, and they also kept Phil Kessel. They just couldn't find any offers for them, I guess. So they didn't complete. They didn't completely sell off the team. They were never going to get rid of Chickering for what they were asking. But they did deal off uh, Wedgwood, Scott Wedgwood, to the Stars, who just went completely nuts bonkers tonight and made like 47 saves to push like, their stars to victory. He's like, let me out of that place. Please get me out of there. And yeah. So good Dallas for him. Rescue. Good for, good for Wedgwood. That's a good, mm-hmm. that's a good upgrade for him. Absolutely. He might be playing for playoff sure. hockey after all this season now, but yeah, so we, so we both have the coyotes back at number eight, mm-hmm. which means that the, definitely the Blackhawks <clears> aren't moving up. They're not going anywhere. Yep. They're number seven. Yep. I, I'm not even aware that the Blackhawks are even playing hockey anymore this season. Like, I don't hear anything about them. That, like, I love it. That's the way I want it, actually. <laughs> I, I don't want to hear anything about the Blackhawks. I don't care. Yeah. I don't need to see any highlights of them. I don't need <laughs> to see NBC Sports Network, which doesn't even <laughs> exist anymore. We don't have to put up with them gushing over oh, the I Blackhawks oh, anymore. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. So bad. They did have an 8-3 win over Anaheim. And they did beat Edmonton. I did look at that. So, all right. Well, 
First of all, Anaheim, everyone's beating Anaheim these days. I mean, they've completely sold off. Uh, I'll give them Edmonton. That's a decent win. But, uh, yeah, I don't need to even talk about the Blackhawks. They're number seven. They're irrelevant. I like it when the Blackhawks are irrelevant, and they're irrelevant. And that's where they need to stay. That's where they need to stay. What's it going to take for them, for for you to, like, like, not like them, but, like, tolerate them? There's nothing that can happen. Really. Nothing at nothing. all. If they nothing. got rid of, if they got rid of Patrick Kane, and no, it's it's really, not. It's it's literally the team it's itself. I do not like their team. fan. I mean, it's not that. Oh, I don't that's like it. Their that's fans. true. There's good fans in every fan base. It's I, it's not a sweeping I thing, but I, I just you. don't like a lot of the interactions I've had. Like, I mean, they're mm-hmm. just they they think that they're like well just one of the better franchises of all time. And they're really not like they really, they, they've been around a long time and yes, they've yeah. won some cups. I would hope if you've been around since the 1920s that you'd win some Stanley cups. Yeah. They're, like, they're definitely going on a hundred years. So like, <clears throat> let's ask, let's ask in 20, 2050, if the Preds have won some cups, if they haven't won a cup in 2050, then yeah, you can start talking some, talking yeah. some crap about Stanley cups. I mean, they, they, they do uh, ride that, we're an original six team thing pretty hard. So, so that's why it's just, I I do like, I do like that aspect of it, but yeah, I agree. It's, but that's why it's so refreshing to me that to see them go back Mm -hmm. down to reality, because they weren't any good for a long time in like the nineties and two thousands, early two thousands. They were not a good team. They were a, they were like a perennial bad team. So, I mean, it's like, come on now. Yeah. And, and they all and they also ruined one of my favorite songs, the Fratellis. I mean, they ruined that song for me. Chelsea yeah, Dagger that, used to be yeah. one of my favorite songs. Yeah, and it will yeah, never be the that. same for me ever again. So it's just it's yeah. personal for me. Like you can call it irrational all you want, but I just don't like yep. the Blackhawks. I agree. All right, number six gets number six gets a little bit more difficult though. Um, Five and six very hard because Winnipeg's really starting to show us something here. Yep. And is that who you have in six? I don't know. Really? Like, honestly, I've been battling with it. Like, but yeah, same. Number six, really, number six through number three in the Central Division right now. I mean, honestly, you can really like make yep. an argument right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to still keep Winnipeg at number six for now. That's where I have them. Um, they got, but they're two close. Wins. Like, I they mean, are. they're close. Very close. So they got um, two wins and one loss since we talked last week, and they shut out Vegas. <clears throat> well, that doesn't make the Preds look very good right now, but, you know. No. Speaking of which, uh, Carrier's in the penalty box. Oh, <clears throat> my gosh. Yeah, and the <laughs> Vegas Golden Knights just made it a three-goal lead on the power play. Uh Rich, you might want to shield your eyes on this one because Soros is one of those moments where Soros is doing everything he can, and there's just nothing he can do. I mean, he he's try, he makes the initial saves, and he's but they're just they're just the Preds are just like skating around, can't get the puck. They can't. They're not. They're not <laughs> battling to the net. They're not getting loose pucks. They're not. They look asleep at the wheel. Mm-hmm. Oh look, it's the guy who almost got traded oh, to yeah. Anaheim. That's well, awesome. Lazon looked out of position. Jeremy Lazon looked out of position. Um, 
don't even get me started on Ben Harper right now. This is just a mess. Mm-hmm. It's a train wreck. And I said this earlier today. I said I do not feel good about this game. And I should have made this my catfish cold hard pick of the week. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. But I'm just like, what are we uh, doing here? Like, I, I did not know, feel maybe. good about it at all. And it's really confirming my beliefs right now because they look just completely a mess. Sorrows just he like literally Sorrows just Sorrows just went horizontal to make a save. Wait till you see this, Rich. He literally went horizontal in the air. I just, I, I, I want to see your reaction to this. You're catching up right now on the stream. Yeah. Sorrows went sideways in the air. Oh, <laughs> wow. Holy crap. That That's the type of play where a goaltender can get hurt. Yeah, it is. He shouldn't be doing that. Well, okay, so you talked about how Roman Yossi, if we uh-huh. lose him, the season's over. Oh, yeah. With Absolutely. all due respect, with all due respect to David Riddick. And with all due respect to our friend Lindsay, if UC Soros miss, is out for the rest of the season, done. Pack it in, pack it in. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. But yeah, you don't in. like you don't like seeing UC Soros take a dive like that because that's that can easily end in an injury. You think you could jump up in the air on ice skates? No, he he's <laughs> definitely uh, got some athleticism there. Well, I knew he had athleticism, but I didn't know he yeah. had it like that. Oh man, right. this game is killing me. Vegas is oh. in the penalty. Vegas in, is in the penalty box. It would be a really good time for the Preds to get one back. There's still 16 minutes left in the second period. So, I mean, you've seen comebacks happen before, but yep. it'd be mm. really nice to score a power play goal here. Yep. All right, let's <clears throat> uh, let's go on with our power rankings. We both got Winnipeg at number six. I've got the Preds at number five, and that's oh, wow. even before that's even before watching this debacle. Yeah, well, I, I left Dallas at five, but after watching this debacle, <laughs> I, I think I think you want to do a um, flip them around. You, I think you would like to do an <clears throat> edit on that, wouldn't you? I would. Yeah, <laughs> especially when I read my notes. So Dallas, they have three wins and one loss since last week. So uh, I don't know. All right. Hey, you're stuck with it. All right. I know. Yeah, it's all. It's you got Dallas at number five. You got the Preds at number four. I've got the Preds at number five because I feel like for the first mm-hmm. time in a long time, I feel like the Preds are trending backwards. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Big time. You know, for a, for, for a big portion of the season, they were trending up. Even in some of their losses, they mm-hmm. were still showing some good things. But, I mean, I've, they're going in reverse right now at the worst yeah. possible time. <clears throat> this is the fifth period in a row of showing me nothing. <laughs> and even in, the, nothing. even in the Anaheim win, even in the win against Anaheim on Monday, I wasn't mm-hmm. that impressed by it. Yeah, right. And we're kind of we're kind of losing sight of what this team's doing because of because of what Roman Yossi's doing, because of what Philip Forsberg's doing. Uh, the Preds well, do get go. a power play goal here. We just spoke it into existence. And I'm pretty sure Roman Yossi just got himself another point. Did well, Yeah, I think you're right. Roman Yossi sets up Philip Forsberg. That's good. Start digging out of that hole, boys. Rome, so I almost said Roman Forsberg. I'm not even going to lie. Well, <laughs> so Philip Forsberg just gets his 36th goal of the season, and Roman Yossi is now at 79 points. 
one point away from breaking 80. So uh, we might lose tonight, but at least our big guns keep tallying goals and points. Yep. They just, uh, yeah. Hmm. That's a good goal. It's pretty. So uh, I I just gave, so if there's anyone with the last name Forsberg out there and they're uh, getting ready to (laughs) uh, groom a hockey player, go ahead and name them Roman because I almost said Roman Forsberg. There you go. You can you can name it. That's uh, actually a really cool name. When you have a, a child, you could name if it's a boy, you could name him Roman Forsberg Minton. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to that poor child. Or or Philip Roman. And or I wouldn't do that to that poor child. Roman Phil. Or how about how about Roman Luca? Luca Spiza Minton. I'm I'm uh, I'm telling you right now though, if there is anyone with the last name Forsberg and they are <laughs> and their kid's about to be a hockey player, there you name go. them Roman, and that's <laughs> goal scored by Roman Forsberg, assisted by Philip Yossi. There you go, yeah, Philip yeah. Yossi. That's that's not as cool as Roman Forsberg. Perfect, though. it's perfect. I I like Roman Forsberg. That's pretty badass. I like that. That's that uh, pretty we need, pretty good. I mean, you're gonna get all the offers from all the hockey schools and all the uh, minor league teams if your name's Roman Forsberg. Yep. And Let's now the, happen. the Predators are back in the penalty. Hey, Phillips, Phil, if Phil, when Philip has a uh, has a son and gets into hockey, just name him Roman. There you go. That'd be awesome. All right. They'll probably name him that, George because that's George, his best friend. George Kittle. George Forsberg. <laughs> George Kittle Forsberg. <laughs> all right, Philip. Take those Phil, take those uh suggestions from us. All right. Roman or George. You can tell that you can tell that we've had a long week, both of us, because we're kind of yeah. loopy right now. We're like, yeah. Roman Forsberg. <laughs> all right. So I've got a Let's go back to our power rankings. I've got the Dallas Stars at number three, Rich. Wow. I've got the Minnesota Wild at number four. Okay. You know I've Um, been high on the Dallas Stars for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've been playing really well. I actually have – I have St. Louis at number three because they lost. But then I moved Minnesota up. I'm getting confused here. All right. So you've got Winnipeg six. Dallas five. Yep. Nashville Nashville's, four. Because I should have flipped those actually, but I didn't. But Nashville's four. Yep. St. Louis is three and Minnesota's two for yeah. you. Yeah. Wow. It's because it's because of last week. It's not, yeah, it's because of what they did during the week. But we go, I go off it's a running season. Oh well, I'm I was only doing it a week at a time, but well, well We'll have to redo you. the battle for the central rules next season. Yeah, I guess so. I'm not but doing it's it okay. right. Apparently, no. Hey, it's there is it. no right. There's no right here's, or wrong answers here, Rich. Here, here's here's something, Rich. Just be honest. You want to, Rich? Just be honest. You want to put the Arizona Coyotes at number one? Just be I honest do. with everybody. I be true to yourself. Be true to yourself if you want to do it. I'm going to get number one. I'm going to get season tickets and go watch them in that 5,000 seat. Yeah, do it. Hockey barn they're going to play in. I'm sure the concession stands will be great. It'll be awesome. Minnesota, uh, here's, what, here's what I'm saying. So they had three big wins. They outscored their opponents 10 goals to three. That's strong. Good. That's very strong. So then Colorado is obviously number one. So Yeah. All right. I've got St. Louis at number two. 
Um, I can't move them out of number two at all. Uh, ben Harper, by the way, let's let's sneak back into uh, what's going on in this game. Ben Harper just took a stupid penalty. Oh. Idiotic. So that means they got a five on three for a minute? Like, for like four seconds. seconds. Four seconds, okay. But Ben Harper just took an absolutely dumb penalty. Probably wishing we had Philip Myers in right now. And right? And, and to get even better, uh, Jeremy Lazan is heading down the tunnel limping. So very wow. likely the Preds are about to be down to five defensemen for the rest of the game. And Ben Harper just took a penalty. Oh, that's Ooh, a... Lazan took a really tough block. That is I some... mean, he he took it right to the to the center of his body. I'm catching up. You got oh, yeah, it. Yeah, cross check him right in the back. You're a big but you're like a eight foot tall giant. You re- you really gotta hope that Jeremy oh. Lazan doesn't miss a long he took a real I'm hoping that that's just like a stinger and he won't miss any time from that, but that was not a good bad. I'm telling you, the Preds – all right, so the Preds are probably wishing they didn't send Philippe Myers over to that's, the Toronto Marlies right now because they're, really like, running out, of, they're running out of defensemen. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Mark Borowiecki is on week-to-week. Matt Benning's out right now. Yep. <sighs> As long as Ben Harper's in the lineup, the Preds already have five D in a game. Now with Lazan, the Preds are playing with four. Oh That's my true. gosh! That's They're going to have to call Jeremy Davies back up. They're going to have to get Jeremy Davies back in. They're there. going to have to do something. Something's just. Uh, I, I say get Jeremy Davies back in there immediately. Like not yeah. in this game, obviously, because he's not available. But like he needs to be called up. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I think so too. How did, how did Soros make that save? I'm telling you, Soros is the only reason this is three to one right now. He is. Uh, well, now it's four to one. Jack Eichel right. scores. Of course he does. I mean, what can he do? What can? There's nothing UC Soros can do. There's absolutely nothing he can do. I'm just still catching up. All right. That's our power rankings, by the way, everybody. I I have the Preds at number four, but I really want to put them at number or number five. But I really want to put them at number six. By I want to move really them how they're too. playing. I mean, I well, that's just ugly. This is uh, who's up next on the schedule, Rich? <laughs> I don't know, like Buffalo Ottawa? or Philadelphia. It's Philadelphia. Philadelphia. All right. And then, and then like right. Buffalo and then Ottawa. But Let, let's uh let's get ready. Those either. Let's get ready to round out episode 116 yep. on some positive here, Rich. Let's do that. The Here's fun things that we interwebs. saw on the interwebs from this past week. Yep. Let me go ahead and pull up. We scour we scour the internet for uh, videos of dogs doing funny things and um, uh, just All the anything, good things. anything that's just funny. We we really need to end the episode on a good note tonight. Yeah, because this is not so. Good. The first one I have. So we're all pizza fans here, right? Everybody loves pizza, right? I saw this one. This was funny. And so uh, this one is from God. I can't even pronounce this name. <laughs> 
Do you want to try to pronounce that one? What is it? I, can't, I don't even see I it. I can't pronounce it. It's uh, Yeah, I'm not going to even try to pronounce that. All right. Anyway, I'm sure everyone saw this. So someone orders a pizza and it's a create your own pizza, which, you know, like everyone likes to create their own pizza, add all your own toppings to it and all this good stuff. So the tweet says, apparently when you order a create your own pizza <laughs> from Casey's, you have to tell them to put cheese on it, cheese and sauce on it. So it's basically a crust, a burnt pizza crust with what looks like ham on it. I think that's ham. And that's so it's it. A, it's a ham and crust pizza. You know what's funny about it, though? Somebody ate a piece of it because there's a piece missing. I mean, if you've been waiting so long for your pizza to get delivered, you might have been so hungry that you're like, screw it. I'm eating it. I think, I don't know. That's pretty funny there. That's pretty bad. And I'm not going to try to say that name either. I can't pronounce it. Sorry. I'm going to say it's uh, Plyus Fargo. Yeah. I don't know. And then it's at like Cater Teflon or something. (laughs) I don't know. All right, let's go to the next one. This one is all over. Oh, is this the... This is all over. If you Texas? missed this... Yeah, if you missed this, then I don't know where you've been. You've just not been on on social media, which I don't blame you either for not being on social I've, media. I've seen but, this. But this is crazy. So if anyone saw the tornado that happened in Texas and mm-hmm. you saw this red truck get completely flipped over, Completely flipped over. And I mean, it looks like a scene out of the Twister movie. Like you're just waiting for Helen Hunt. You're waiting for Helen Hunt to come running out. (laughs) Like for all the people who've seen the Twister movie. Uh, Like seriously. Like, and there's a red truck in the Twister movie. There is. That's the truck they drive in the Twister movie is a red truck. If I'm not mistaken, it's been a while since I've seen this movie, but I'm pretty sure they drive a red truck. And, so it literally mm-hmm. looks like you're watching a twi- the Twister movie, and this guy just drives on his merry way. Yep, it it's flips like upside down, happened. and yeah, um, telling you, it's it's actually a Chevy truck. They should and I definitely. Also, I also um, saw a story that they bought Chevy bought this uh, person a new truck. They should. It was a college crazy? kid. It was a 16 year old college kid driving home from an interview at Whataburger. <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome. Which is, I mean, makes the story even more perfect because Texas is like known for Whataburger. And so the kid's like driving home from an interview. We hope he gets the job after that. Like they better hire him after that. Oh, somebody needs to hire him. Chevy should hire him. Exactly. And, uh, but he just keeps driving, like doesn't lose his cool after that. And uh, Chevy apparently got him a brand new truck. So I'm sorry, but that wins the internet for the week for me because uh, that was good. And obviously, you're really just thankful that the kid's okay, of course, because uh, yeah. that was um, a scary for situation. Sure. But um, for sure. Also, I don't know if you saw also as part of that video. I, I don't know if it was the same tornado or not. I, I'm thinking it was, but there was a video that someone took from inside a Walmart wow. while this tornado is going by. And again, it looks like a scene from the Twister movie. And there's all this debris flying everywhere. This guy's like yelling, like, everybody run in, running in. You see like a, a van go flying by in this parking wow. lot. And the guy's like, oh my gosh, like a van just flew. Like this guy's like just yelling. And this guy is your boy, James Watson. All right. So he, t- he tweets this video out. 
And then you know how whenever you get these really good videos, news mm-hmm. stations will tweet at the them. video saying, saying, can we have permission yep. to use the video? So they tweet this this uh this guy on Twitter that's called Ya Boy James. <laughs> that's the name of this guy on Twitter. Your boy. And the, so they ask him if he can use his video, and he responds, credit me as ya boy James Watson. <laughs> And guess what the news guess what the news station did? That they credited it. his video on their newscast as oh, your boy James Watson. I bet that was great. That's awesome. I will tell you though, I do not like going to Walmart. I think I would just take my chances outside rather than <laughs> going Walmart. The Walmart greeters aren't doing it for you, Rich. <sighs> it's just the whole place. I just don't Yeah, I didn't well. Well, I don't yeah, enjoy it. I, I see what you're saying. Well, it's just chaos. Like, I mean, there's everyone. It is usually it's chaos. Just, I try to yeah. go early in the morning when there's nobody there if I have to go. But. Which is like never. There's always my, the Walmart by my house. It doesn't matter what time of day it is. You're yeah. parking. You're parking like a mile away to get in it. Ours usually isn't too bad in the morning, but man, you hit it up Friday night. Mm, it's like All right. it's like crazy. So I've got one more to close out. Episode 116 good. on a really funny note. Really get us in some good, positive vibes here going into the weekend as we watch our <laughs> beloved National Predators completely look horrible again <laughs> for the second game in a row. But this is going to end us on a positive note, everybody. I am a dog person. I know most of us yep. are dog people. We love dogs. And, <laughs> and this, this really true. this really made me think about what my dog's wonder about me when I'm uh gone all the time. So I've always mm-hmm. wondered like like whenever I'm mm-hmm. gone all day and the dogs are in the house all day, I, you've always wondered what do they what do they think their humans are doing all day? Like do they just like yeah. do they just wonder like they're going out to some strange world that they've never been in and they're just like where did my human go, you know? Like I don't know. And <laughs> that's why this one was so funny. So someone tweeted out uh, a really funny meme here. And to put it into context, you've got a a house and it's got like a, it's like a porch and it's got mm-hmm. this big bed sheet le- hanging from the front <laughs> porch. And it says, welcome home cheater. I don't know the con. I don't know the context behind. I got a this, pretty good uh, idea. <laughs> I'm guessing someone did something wrong in their relationship, but either I'm way, so. the meme is what makes it funny because in the meme, it says, my dog, whenever I come home, smelling like another dog. <laughs> Welcome home, cheater. And I can't sure. tell you how many, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to a friend's house that had dogs, and mm-hmm. I come back oh, smelling yeah. like that dog. And as soon as I walk through the front door, my They're two dogs like just hound me, like they won't mm-hmm. leave me alone for like mm-hmm. thirty minutes. They're just like constantly sniffing me and following me everywhere. So yeah. that's like the perfect me meme right All there. Right. I read somewhere that when you leave, dogs think you're leaving forever. They don't mm. know in their brain that you're going to return. That's why they're so happy to see you when you get home. That makes I don't me really sad, Rich. I don't know if that's true or not, but I thought I read that somewhere. But uh, it is late okay. and, I'm, and I'm tired, so it could be. Okay, well, easy. Rich... Rich, I really hope that's not true because that makes me really sad and I'm never, I'm not going to want to leave for work tomorrow because I'm going to be thinking about that. I know. Yeah. I mean, I also, like, well, when we back I, out of the driveway, my dog sits and looks out the window by our door, like, where, where are you going? Please, <laughs> please come back. Like, well, that's what she does. I, 
I have to say that I also read somewhere, and I don't know where I read this, but I've always kind of understood that dogs don't really have a concept for time. So like mm. whether whether you're gone for a week or whether you're gone for like 12 hours, it really does like you're gone either way. And so mm. they're kind of like like whether you're gone when you're gone, you're gone type of thing. So Yeah, right. Stupid seals. As I'm walking out the door as you say that, I'm walking back inside. I know. It makes you sad. That might not be true. I don't know. I thought I read it somewhere. But you can trust you see what those- you read on the internet. Have you ever seen those videos, Rich, of the military uh, soldiers who come home after a long stay mm. overseas and then mm-hmm. the dogs like instantly, like you could be gone for two years and the dog All still knows. Yep. Uh, so that, I think, I think you're right in, in the sense that they probably don't know when you're coming back, but I also think yeah. that, you know, they don't have a concept for time, but yeah. uh, either way, they, um, let's just think about you, the positive. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you you knew how to end this episode kind of sad, Rich. You kind of stole our uh... just just for <laughs> it. It was probably not right. Just forget it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he read that on some gossip. Page. I read it it's on not the true. internet. I read it on the internet. Yeah, you can't. He read it on the interwebs. All right, he read it was it on some. The it was some like Chicago Blackhawks blog or something. Yeah, they don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Chicago Blackhawks blog. That's not true. They know you're coming back. The dogs know you love them. All right, that's been episode 116 of Catfish on Ice. We're trying to send you out with some positivity going into the weekend. Let's hope the Preds can somehow bring up, make a comeback. It's not looking good, but we will continue to follow the game for the rest of the night. Early, I will, and we will kind of update it as we go. We will see you next week for a brand new episode. Until then, we really appreciate everyone joining us for episode 116 of Catfish on Ice presented by DraftKings. Part of the Hockey Podcast Network with Chad Minton and Rich Howe. We hope you all have a great weekend. We can't wait to see you next week for a brand new episode. Yep, have a good one. See ya.